Hey John, you hit him up with the sit a little bit for me. Hello and welcome <laughs> to another exciting episode of Best of Five. We're very sorry that we were gone last week. And very sorry we're slightly off center. But we're not sorry that we're back this week. And we're going to talk about everything we missed. Thank you, Alon. You almost got us sent perfect. You're the man. You, you, there it is. Tonight on the show, no guest, but we will be catching up on all of the stuff we missed last week and the stuff that happened over the weekend. And we have the guests who matter the most to us, though. They're not really guests, though, so never mind. Is it the chat? Yeah, we'll say that. Well, who are you talking about? No one's a guest here. I was, I was lying. Donka's mustache is special guest this week. <laughs> um, yeah, but we're talking about Street Fighter League. I watched a little bit of that. I was confused. Um, we'll be talking about Mortal Kombat 11. We've missed a couple of combat casts. All the characters have been revealed, including some leaked. I'm very disappointed. Any of you sons of bitches that put that shit on Reddit or on Twitter and didn't tell me ahead of time and I accidentally saw it, I'm very disappointed. Even though it's a character that I've been looking forward to, I want it to be revealed the right way. And you're doing, you're doing bad things. The opposite of the Lord's work. We're joined as we are, always are, by the way, I'm Ephraim, this is Mike. We're joined by John Velociraptor Guerrero. That's him behind his microphone hiding, sipping on a soda. Is it a soda? It's nitro Merlin milk stout. Well, thank you for covering it with the microphone. Can we please see the label? It's like Game of Thronesy. Hmm, they even got this, like, Game of Thrones bear. It looks like a badger to me, but cool. All right, and we have Steve, Ace King Offsuit Jerk, drinking that water. It's just Did you water. See that cut? It's just it water. was me drinking into Steve drinking perfectly. Alon well, gets a raise. Oh, I think that Steve had something to do with that. Chat, settle a bit. If Steve had a kissing booth at Combo Breaker, hit us with a one if you would pay good money to either kiss and or be kissed by Steve, or a two if the answer is hell nah, I wouldn't pay for that. He has to pay me. We'll wait. We just got subscribers because of that. Not even one. Okay, so we're at one non-Steve two. Um, There's two. Oh, well, Steve ones. Two. two and a half. Don't know what that means. What the hell? This is more even than it should be. Yeah, this is should be ones straight up and down. Two and a half is five ones. Speaking of Steve. All right, mostly ones, so we're doing it. Basically, Steve's Wait. kisses are locked behind a paywall. DLC kisses. <laughs> D- DLC oh. on the DSLs. <laughs> no, Steve. Yeah, there you go. Um, Steve. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I am doing fantastic, and I am doing even better uh, thanks to Puzera, Space Dive, and Gumball Dead. Uh, thank you all for subscribing to us. We really do appreciate it. this is a world it. record on going the longest without mentioning that this is a fighting game show. This is a or fighting referencing <laughs> anything having to do with fighting games. It's Wait. been several minutes. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Here we go. And Street Fighter. We did. We mentioned all those things. Here we have a double clap. The dog judge. I'm assuming that's a judge. And uh, the golf clap from the one and only Die God. Hey, thanks, Joe Carra. All right. Oh, he's just hosting us. I take that back. Um, <laughs> wow. Steve, before we talk about your desire to buy a massive Capcom logo with buttons on it, before we talk about... I actually purposely didn't watch that, so I'm excited to see it. Okay. Before we talk about uh, the fact that Katana has a variation wherein she throws size, therefore confirming with a K that Melina will not be in the game, 
Could you please give us a recap of the events from a couple days ago? Well, I can uh, start with uh, a week and a couple days ago. Uh, let's take it back to Brussels Challenge. Uh, this was a big event that was part of both the Capcom Pro Tour and the Arxis World Tour. Uh, kicking it off with Blaze Blue Central Fiction, Nezu gets the win over SKD. Strong weekend for Americans who made the journey across the Atlantic. Uh, but Nezu gets the win. He is headed to the Arxis World Tour Finals. He joins a list of players that includes Dragonlord Z, Fenrich, Dora, uh, Aguro, and Fuku. So pretty strong list and we're getting down to the nitty-gritty uh just a few events left for our uh qualifiers for this uh remember it does end at evo uh taking a look at what happened in blaze blue like i said strong weekend for americans making the trip skd getting the win over nezu so they split the spoils in terms of blaze blue qualifications so SKD becomes the sixth player to qualify for the Arc Revo Finals for BB Tag. He joins, joins Koji, KOG, Gota, Gouda, uh, Kiame, Tomorello, and Lord Spectre. Uh, winding down this portion of it with Guilty Gear Excerpt, and it is Teresa, familiar face, getting the win over Taka in the Grand Final. That means Teresa becomes the eighth player to put his name on the list for players headed to the Arc Revo World Tour Finals. He joins Darwino, Kizzy K, Samito, Cha Cha Cha, one of my favorite names of all the qualified players. Uh, so, yeah, that is the Arxis side of things. It was also a ranking event on the Capcom Pro Tour. And to that end, it was a good weekend for Angry Bird, taking it over Problem X in the grand final to get his first win of the 2019 season. He closed 2018 strong. Uh, remember, he got two wins late in the year, and now he starts his 2019 with a victory. So, Do you know off the top of your head who he was using? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Zeku. Mm, nice. And, and it was a lot of uh, a mix of Zekus, actually. It wasn't just it wasn't just young. It was a mix of young and old. So uh, that wasn't the only CPT event of the weekend of last weekend, I should say. Uh, it was also the uh, the Southeast Asia online event uh, that took place in Sien. Gets a huge win for him. He beats I Am Chuan in the grand final. Nice. Someone who is very used to uh, the online format. Chuan has made the last three grand finals in the Southeast Asia online events. Uh, he won the previous two, but this time it was Sien's day. So he gets a critical 200 points to start his 2019 strong. Uh, let's take it to this week. Uh, the big event uh, on the tour was April Annihilation. And this one was another strong performance for the UK. They're coming over, taking our cookies. Problem X. Be beating Terrence to get his first win 
of the 2019 campaign. He's doing really well on U.S. soil. You gotta on watch. Boards. You gotta watch Problem X matches from this weekend. He played insane. Like he made V Trigger Two look broken, and most people weren't even using it. Like he he made the game look really fun. So I think I've seen like a couple highlight clips of it already. At least watch those. And, and you know, Ludovic Lud in there. Uh, he was using Chun, wasn't he? There were three Chun Lees in this top eight: Ricky, Terrence, and Lud. <laughs> because how, you know, Chun being broken—that's exactly the theme <laughs> of season four that we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> that joke went over like a wet fart. But uh, Promex get the win. <laughs> Uh, Terrence, Ricky, nice to see her back in the top eight. Hopefully it's the first of many uh, see her get back on the right foot. Uh, taking a look at the other events at April Annihilation. Uh, Linkors, once again, one of the best Soul Calibur six players in the country. Another tournament win for him. Uh, Sour Piggy leading that uh, T-Cole sweep uh, of the top three spots. Uh, he is someone to watch for on these East Coast events uh, coming into the Tekken World Tour season. Uh, Chris G getting the win in DBFC. Blaze getting the win in Exert. And, of course, I have to mention Windjammers getting, going the way of Santa with Muscles. <laughs> That's a there, funny name. There's so many good names just with what's been recapped so far today. I don't even remember the ones from, from just a second ago, but Santa with Muscles, Burrito Voorhees, uh, 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 who was uh, Sour Piggy. Oh, my gosh. These guys are ridiculous. Chris G. That's a funny one. Chris G. That's hilarious. Ah, that is hilarious. Uh, but, yeah, that was uh, April Annihilation. Uh, let's head over to uh, a non-tour event, the last big uh non-tour event for Tekken uh, as the Tekken World Tour kicks off this coming weekend. Uh, Damage Germany was a big, big European tournament. You had some strong players from Korea come out uh, and you can see four of the top six finishers were Korean players. Ulsan getting the win over Lohai in the grand final. Asim, this is a guy who is going to be one to watch. Uh, he wasn't able to travel as much as some of the other European players, but when he did travel, he did some things. So watch out for him in 2019. Uh, Cherry Berry Mango, again, a guy who doesn't really get out of Korea as much as you would hope, but when he does, he can do some things. Uh, of course, the other big event at Damage Germany was the big first to 10 exhibition between Ryan Hart and Rip, this was built oh, up. Oh shit, from... that went down. How did I miss that? Oh, I'm an asshole. I gotta go back and watch that. You can watch the archives uh, if you're a fan of Rip. You probably don't want to. Just you know uh, what? Spoil it for me. Hey, everybody, it was fucking free, man. Was it like a 10-0 or what? Did he get any wins? 10-3. Sheesh. That's a lot better than 13-0. But it was like stylish 10-3. It was like he was clearly trying to hit stuff. Like it, it could have been worse. I think. <laughs> I really thought that it would be closer. I mean, Rip is, uh, you know, the, you joke about Rip, you joke about both these guys, but Rip is someone who, even when he goes to an event to commentate, he's still getting like top 32 in a lot of these events, top 24. Uh, Ryan Hart as well. He isn't 
when he's not someone you think, okay, he's going to win. But he still does really well. So I thought it was going to be much closer than it ended up being. Well, I'll go back and watch that just for funsies in the same way that... Uh, yeah, I, I think people like... Ryan Hart was a very well-known Tekken player. Like, I think he was at least one of the best in Europe for a long time back in the day. And obviously he's made the Capcom Cup in Street Fighter V, done well in other games. He's a he's a hard one to fight, especially yep. if you give him a lot of time to prepare for it. He's someone who doesn't get his name thrown about when we talk about great multi-game players, but he absolutely sure. Yeah, for sure. He, he's he's a he's great at 3d he's great at 2d he's been doing he's been killing it for so long he, he put some respect on that name put some mf respect on that name <laughs> okay don't get mad at me dude i'll, I'll do it <laughs> you better <laughs> okay fine i will i said i would steve good uh that's the recap but let's take a look at what's coming <laughs> still <on>. mad <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just lay it on thick on his name, baby. On that uh, coming up this week, we've got a few big events. Uh, Street Fighter League continues. Round one, uh, the actual competition kicks off uh, this coming Thursday. Uh, this weekend, you have two CPT events. Uh, the online for North America West is this weekend, this Saturday. The other one, the big one, is the mix-up, which is a premier event on the Capcom Pro Tour. It is also the season opener for both the Tekken World Tour and the Dead or Alive 6 World Championship Series. So, big, big weekend in France uh, for fighting games. Um, What are you looking most forward to, Steve? I am definitely going to be catching as much of the mix-up as I can. Uh, it's th- This is one of those tournaments that has just grown and grown and grown in both status and reputation over the past few years. And now it's a huge, huge deal on so many fronts. I want to see what, you know, I, I, I'm certainly going to be checking out, checking out Tekken, but I want to see what people have got in uh, DOA. You know, this is the first real big international event where everybody's got some motivation to come out so it's going to be interesting to see what happens there i think that'll be like the big event of the uh the weekend but can we talk a little bit about the capcom street fighter league are we ready for that yet go for it yeah i have a little bit of uh some of the footage that they uh came out with sure Uh, was uh was on thursday so i believe this will be happening every thursday and this was a little different than what we're normally going to see because this was the draft phase. So we got to meet all of the six captains who um, were the leaders in the North American Pro Tour last year. And there were 12 people. Six of them had qualified through online tournaments, and then six of them had been community voted in. And they had to form these teams of three. Every team has to have a captain. It has to have an online warrior, and it has to have a community favorite. And so what the, the way the format was, was I think it was Knuckle Dew went first. He chose two players from the, uh, the pool of 12 to face off. Now, it didn't matter who won. They played one match. It didn't matter who won. But this was just basically to give us something to watch as far as gameplay goes during this draft phase. And every captain went and did this and, uh, and then got to choose one of those two players. And, and the, the big kind of thing about this particular league is that when the action actually starts, it will be uh, there's a character ban before I think every match. And so you might be coming up against Punk and his team, but you're allowed to ban Karen. And if you do that, 
obviously people are going to need to have pocket characters ready to go. So part of this initial showcasing where players got to play one match against someone else was to show off if they had any pocket characters and how you know good that they could you know be with them because a lot of this is strategy and we knew that there were going to be character bans going into this and I, I think the collective FGC just kind of sighed and went oh my gosh that's not going to work that's going to be stupid but as this began it really was kind of intriguing not only did we have to think about you know that that secondary level of well how do I strategize around potential bans and which people are going to be you know better on certain teams based on which characters are out there and such but then also it let people kind of uh, come forward with their personalities we had that e-league uh, reality show last year with you know ltg and guilty and rob tv and, and such and that felt like just way over the top but this one no the goat felt- yoga was cool <laughs> The what was? The goat yoga that they did was totally appropriate for a fighting game reality show. I didn't see it, but I believe you, and it sounds amazing. I'll go back and watch just for that. (laughs) But, no, this one, like, Rob TV got called up, like, three or four times, and I don't think he won a single time, although he was using his alternate uh, for most of those. And, and But people were giving him crap, and you could hear the announcers in the studio there. So he was responding to the, the, the smack talk that uh, Vicious and, and uh, Tasty Steve were giving him a little bit. And it, it really made for some entertaining esports, but at a digestible level, I think, even for those of us that are more competitively minded, um, presentation. So I'm intrigued. It wasn't perfect. As Steve pointed out on Twitter, there were one too many breaks. I think it was after every two matches they had a break. Uh, it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but uh, it could have been a little nicer on, around the edges. But it's it's set up to be a fairly intriguing thing if that's your bag, baby. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, mean, I, they, sh- shout outs to trying something different, right? Character man, stupid. <laughs> I, I, Did you I, watch it at all? No. I did. Uh, John, know, just explain like, why it was awesome because it led to deciphering who was what and who had pod characters, and it was all data. You clearly were not paying attention to John's awesome explanation. Steve, what do you got? I'm so excited to see Idom's secondary character that he's way worse with than Laura. It's going to be really fun, and it's going to make for awesome gameplay. Well, Stupid. you know, you might not necessarily spend that ban on Idom's character because it's, it's a match of three matches. If you think, okay, I can do okay in this one, in the, you know, the team captain match, or, you know what, I'm going to lose anyway, Let's focus on taking out one of the characters for the others. So there, there, there is a little bit of strategy there. I would personally prefer that not to be there, but I don't think it's necessarily the be all end all. Uh, there were, you know, I, I, I did like it more or less. Um, he, John mentioned my one of my big pet peeves was that a break every two matches just made the entire thing drag it felt like it was so long and it was only two hours uh had they gone to maybe a break every three matches i think that would have improved the flow hopefully they take that into consideration for future weeks uh one thing i did really like was like during the show you got to see a little bit and learn a little bit about the team captains so they had a segment on knuckle dude they had a segment on idom and you got to learn a lot about these players and they got to show off their personality i hope they do that for the other players in the competition you nah. know that's who all that shit was done ahead of time i don't think they're gonna have time to do the rest of it just thinking of like from a production standpoint 
Well, I mean, like, because that's who I want to learn about. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I want to I want people to learn about Broly Legs and what he's been able to do. I want people to learn about Up to Snuff. I want people to learn about Rob TV and the grind he's been on to level up his game. That is where I feel this could be a big success. You know, if you want to know making... more about Broly Legs, you could go back and watch our old interview with him. It was fantastic. <laughs> we also had uh, Cast Blanca on there with him because they're bros from Here, South Texas. Here's the thing, though. Um, I, I've seen the Broly Legs, uh, um, the one that Gutex did, the interview that Gutex did. Yeah, and, and, like and a later tournament also in Texas. And, um, and, and I feel like this might not be 100% accurate because I feel like I've had conversations with Mike since that time, and it, and it, it emerged that this wasn't quite the case. But it sounded like he can like only play certain characters like charge characters because of the way they work and such. And so I wonder if, you know, you ban Chun, I mean, I don't know. I guess you have to have an alternate. It's kind of, so fucked you, up. he's kind of a special case. What's up? It would be real fucked up if like the Duke can only play charge characters and you ban charge characters on him. I mean, well, I can, can only, only play Abigail because I'm a right? fucking so idiot, but like, I don't know. It's like, but, but you don't have a, I hate it so impairment. much. I hate it so much. <laughs> All right. Well, I hate it bad it's not gonna get it's not gonna add any entertainment value if the players do it right you're gonna look at the match and like yet again as i said versus idom's team i don't think there's a single player on there who would not be able to beat idom's sub character like the of the of the pro players in the pro matches and i think all of the other pro players if i remember them right have have sub characters. So like it's just too easy to strategize around something boring like banning the same guy's character every single time and every single team banning that guy's character. And I'm sure you can look on every team and find someone who doesn't have a sub character. And I don't think watching sub characters is fun unless they're like something that they're actually confident in it. Like watching, I don't know. I I I think the idea is kind of cool of the tournament and I'll probably watch it, but I still hate that. And they'll never convince me otherwise. Well, it looks like uh, the chat agrees with you. I think even Brian F. made an emoji that would denote that he's not super pleased with the idea either. Shout out to Brian F. for being uh, in our chat and also for being a guest on the Event Hubs podcast. Go back and listen to that. Um, All right. Since we're talking about Brian F., do we want to jump into that? Yes. Jump right Uh, into that. He got signed. (laughs) He got signed by Equinox this past week, and... They announced it. It was a pretty hilarious announcement video. The greatest uh, player signing video of all time. I really wish I had downloaded that. Whoever did the uh, Attenborough impression was pretty good on that voiceover in that video. I I will link it in the chat if if we can't play it. But uh, yeah, it is. It's if you have ninety seconds, trust me on this. It is a ninety seconds. Or it, it, it's it's two and a half minutes, but it <laughs> yeah, is kind of long, a but great two and a half minutes. Check it out, definitely. Yeah, and congratulations to Brian F for being picked up. Um, keep doing that thing with that rog. All right, we're Unless you're on Street Fighter League, and then they might ban your rog. So you better figure out something else. <laughs> He's got an Abigail. He's got an Abigail. There you go. All right, what else do we want to say about Street Fighter League? If I'm not mistaken, that was. Uh, could be completely wrong. I should probably fact check this, but that was Michael Martin's baby, wasn't it? He kind of came up with that concept, trying to shake it up, not just be CPT. I think, I think so. Yeah, I mean, he was the one that posted about it on um, Capcom Unity. I assume that was his baby. Yeah. Okay. 
Now let's talk about what everybody is waiting to talk about, and that, of course, was the Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker trailer that finally dropped. We got the title. Guys, let's just go around. Have the, I given you my Let's Star go Wars around the days, <laughs> except for Mike, and let's share our thoughts on how cool the Star Wars trailer was. Go ahead, you first, John. Well, you know, the big takeaway from that was nobody's really gone. So what that made me feel like was, you know, when Obi-Wan dies in the first in the first episode? Well, it doesn't really matter. And you well, know, yeah, he comes back. Into like a generator or whatever. Well, it doesn't really matter. And the fact that, hey, you know, Padme was murdered by, spoilers, by a Vader. That doesn't really matter. And nothing really fucking matters. Uh, we'll just bring everything back. I don't know. It might be good. I hope it's good. Star Wars needs a win, but... Probably not. Star Wars needs a win. It's made like a billion dollars since. Uh, I think there was yeah, one. I think there was one good no Star Wars movie ever. So, yeah, Phantom I mean, Menace. Oh, Young Anakin's the best. Jar Jar is super cool. I said specifically, I don't want to hear your opinion, Mike. Steve, what did you think of the trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker? I think the big question is, do I care? <laughs> yeah. The short answer to that is no. Good. The long answer is. No. <laughs> let's let's. And it's a shame that we won't have the audio on this because it has that real nostalgic um, sound effect from the old Capcom intro logo. But let's take a look at this right here. Wait, is this the right one? I done goofed. It's this one. Right here, right here, right here, right here, right here, right here, right here. Right here, right here. So um, is this the new thing I didn't see? This is, this is the new okay, announcement. Okay, this is the new character it. that's coming out. It said a new challenger, so I thought it was gonna be a character. Okay, it's a fight stick. Oh. It is a the ultimate home arcade. Very is what it is. big Capcom logo with buttons on it. Yep. Wow. Yeah, literally side by side, and it's wow. six, six arcade oh, classics. And it's got games in it. Alien versus yeah, Predator plug, emulator. Plug and play. Plug and play. You just. Uh, I can only imagine how bad the port of Street Fighter Two on that fight stick and, is. And like, I can it, only <laughs> imagine like how many. Why wouldn't weird, it be perfect? Yeah, ask them. Has it ever been perfect? No. And it's hyper fighting, not even super turbo. It. Oh, it's hyper fighting. <laughs> yeah. That's funny as fuck. It's probably <laughs> a good idea. No bags ever. <laughs> it's probably a good idea that it was hyper fighting because it would have been super turbo. People would have been mad about being a bad port. Whereas with hyper fighting, just no one cares. Um, that's insane. Um. That's like the kind of thing where you'd have to be really embarrassed if you own that and like someone came over and saw it, you know? Well, that's why I'm not inviting you over. Because <laughs> I'm totally getting one of these. Are you I'm really? sitting knee to knee next to somebody. Get our sweaty kneecaps touching. And we will. There, what? It's like, couldn't you just, whoever designed that should be like doing something with Street Fighter Five. I don't know. Um, I like it. There is an audience for that. It's really just dark. not the audience that watches it. It pulls up. Pull up the shirt. Let's look at the list of games here. So, 1944 is a fucking classic. Uh, I have no idea what Capcom Sports Club is. Alien vs. Predator is fun. Capcom Commando is fun. Everyone's saying that this is just an, uh, an excuse to get Alien vs. Predator for $200. Because that's all that it's going to matter. Is that is it that good of a game? It has Darkstalkers. Hey, and it's got Cyberbots. Cyberbots is dope. I've never played Cyberbots. Can you tell me about Cyberbots? Yeah, it's uh, the one character that is in uh, Super Street Fighter 2, or Puzzle Fighter 2, is in it. Uh, what's her name? Devilene or something? That's all I know. My favorite game on this list is Mega Man The Power Battle, which I used to play a lot. Also a great game. Shouts to Cyanide. Now, um, hey, my question is, uh, why wouldn't you want this? No, I think that it would be cool if it wasn't a Capcom logo. I think that's kind of gaudy. Uh, and yeah. you know, a bad, like, 
you'd have to be like a mega Capcom fan. You'd like hang this on the wall, almost like a freaking neon sign in a bar above a pool table is what it looks like to me. Well, what I'm hearing is that these are like more like the emulator versions of these games as opposed to whatever, like, you know, the arcade perfect yeah, versions. And the thing is, like, any of us can go on our computers right now and, and essentially play any of these for free, or we can get the $200 Gotti Capcom stick to play them on. And and so it, it's that. It's, it, I mean, I'm no expert in this particular avenue, but that's the kind of reaction I'm seeing to it in and of itself. But then it's also, you, you can't talk about this without talking about, well, people are expecting something for Street Fighter V. Why say, would they say, here comes a new challenger? That was like, fuck you guys. Yeah, that was that's funny. And, and it's like, you're either really stupid and completely out of touch, or you're a dick. It's probably better if they're a dick, because that's at so, least funny, and it shows that they're competent. But. So Capcom has to base their entire marketing plan for their entire company off of pleasing Street Fighter V fans. No, but they have to. That's what's going to naturally happen, given the atmosphere that they've created themselves right now with the expectation versus what they've actually delivered on for this. And I get it. Here Comes a New Challenger has been along for a long time. But right. when you do that and you show E. Honda, which is one of the characters people are thinking about, it's like, on but, paper, technically, they're fine. In a court of law, they could get away with it. But, <laughs> but it was a stupid move. But they showed a whole bunch of stuff that had nothing to do with Street Fighter before this. It's not like there's like they were showing nothing but Street Fighter stuff. Here comes a new challenger, and then drop this. They were, they are talking. They are selling to the entire Capcom fan base here, and Good, we're just a small part of that. And we're mad that this small part isn't the driving force behind the decisions for. The entire thing. I just don't We're know how. Because like... we feel we feel crossed at this, and and I'm not even that mad. I don't care. I've kind of disconnected myself from expectations for Street Fighter Five. I'm fine with it, whatever. But it's 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 easy to see why this wasn't the smartest of ways to go about it when you have an entire community with your biggest current fighting game that's hoping and pl- praying for something, and and you do it like this. Whatever. Uh, I do appreciate the Tsama parts. I mean, doesn't that make you want to? Why is it the buy Capcom it? logo? <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny like, you know, you if it was a like just a straight rectangle with the Capcom logo? That would almost be better. It would definitely be better. Or if it was a rectangle without the Capcom logo, that'd be the best. All right, guys, let's move on. Nobody's buying it. It's two hundred and fifty bucks, I think. Um, which is actually reasonably priced if you think it's two fight sticks. Well, can you use it as an actual fight stick? Can you go to a tournament with this and play? Because that Someone would be awesome. Someone, I guarantee you, will buy it, mod it, and just use it. Like, <laughs> uh, it, it, and it would be probably my fourth favorite fight stick. Can you hold this on ever your lap? While yeah. I play? <laughs> Can you just play above but, this fight stick while I? Because I need your lap for this. Number one will always be the uh, King of Fighters cooler. Yeah, I that, like that actually one. works as a cooler. <laughs> yeah. I played versus that guy. I've never played that one. I've never seen it. There's some good ones, like the pizza box ones. Not bad. Okay, so moving on to the game that will save the FGC. That is none other than Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, wow. Who's right. next? Uh, you're next, I believe, is the tagline. My bad. Wait, somebody sub? What's up? Uh, Blue561. Thank you, Thanks, sir. Blue. Thank, you. Thank you, Blue. Um, there, there's a lot of Mortal Kombat 11 topics, but Elon, the Brazilian Jew, would like to interject with something. Oh, no, and Epistel also. Epistel. Thank you, Epistel. 
Okay, Mortal Kombat 11. We will get to the news of this morning at the end of the Mortal Kombat 11 block of discussion. First, let's talk a little bit about... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Here it is. Hit it. So, uh, Katana Prime is probably very happy. You're going to laugh so hard. Why? Like, not, you're not even going to laugh. So I think you're going to be sad is what I meant to say. What you, Devorah's in this trailer. You're no, Devorah looks cool and Katana looks cool. And you know what? I'm actually, I'm going to, I'm going to take back what I was saying. I think this game has the potential and things I've heard from, I don't know if you've heard, but this game has been leaked to a bajillion people. A yeah. ton of people already have yeah. it. They're making mistakes. And I hope they fix them. Wait. But these characters both look cool. So I'll give you that. So wait. Give me a little more, my man. Obviously, I was There's a lot of custom moves in the game that you can't use in variations that they said are in competitive play. What do you mean? There's a lot of moves you'll see. There's moves in these. There's special moves you'll see in these trailers that the way they currently have set it up, you will not be able to play it in tournaments. Including, from what I've heard, like Devorah's move where she turns into a bug after she dies. Yeah, there's it's it's weird right now because the way they designed this game and all these moves, it's like there's not some clear loadout, and they're kind of coming up. Is it sounds like they're coming up with tournament versions they didn't realize they'd have to really do, um, which is kind of odd to me. Uh, But but yeah, it's 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 kind of weird if you're a tournament player only. You're like, well, how do I approach this character? How am I going to begin to? Oh, we see the Melina stuff here. That's cool. Um, how am I going to begin to like play what I'm supposed to play versus play what you know I'm, is not going to be allowed in tournament? It's a little bit of a confusion right now, and it's not to say that that won't. This is so cool. These moves are so freaking awesome. Yeah, uh, it's not to say that things won't get figured out. NRS has been doing pretty well, uh, you know, attending to stuff. But it is kind of a weird point right now. And in my, then you have a lot of players like Sonic Fox campaigning to just let tournament players choose their loadouts or, or choose and use custom variations and however they want. But I mean, uh, it's it's a it's kind of a. a big can of worms right now you just don't want to show people so stuff and not let them do it that's way worse than not showing them it at all especially you know? speaking of so i hope that I, i'm mostly complaining about it so that they change their minds um in a second i'll, I'll rewind here and we can see the bugvora which is like the phoenix of well maybe not she might not be as good but um yeah I think that being I mean, said i thought they did some interesting stuff i played devora in mkx and she was a character that was kind of broken. She was like a 50-50 character that did a ton of damage no matter how she hit you. And they left her mix-up. She still has really good 50-50. There she is. And they left her setups, but they took away her damage and launchers. Mm -hmm. At least that's what they said, and that's what they showed. So I like that they kept the soul of her alive, which was, you know, being a mix-up setup character. But... Got lowered the damage. I think that's how you're supposed to, you know, change and nerf characters is by keeping them fundamentally similar and then tweaking the numbers to make it fair. So an anchor point for people that have played them in the past, yeah. yeah. So they have something familiar to come to. Hey, we don't have footage of Divorce Vitality that they showed, do we? Um, did they play her in the stream? Yeah, they did. Okay, um, well, I I ripped the entire stream. Let, let me find the part with. Uh, well, Divorce. yeah, why are you doing that? Oh, go ahead, Steve. I was just going to say my one hope for this game is uh, when Devorah goes into bug mode, they just change the stage music to Flight of the Bumblebee. That'd be cool. That's, <laughs> that'd be wonderful. Or that Bumblebee um, song from DDR. <laughs> we, we, we're not bringing DDR 
into the world of Mortal Kombat. That okay, is not I, happening. I, I, I found the Devorah portion Those of two this worlds thing. will Let's never cross. Find it. It's toward the end of the Devorah showcase. But the, I haven't really personally been... Oh, there it is. I, I've always liked the fatalities, even the ones that are pushing the envelope. And I think we've talked before about how it's getting so real that maybe it's turning some people off from the game. They're maybe risking losing some some you know units sold because of that. Maybe not. But this is the first fatality where I actually okay. legitimately went, oh, uh. Uh, oh, I, it, it's away. like the writhing on the ground part that uh, this one's cool. Well, barf in your mouth <laughs> here, but like when he starts like this part here, like oh god, look, oh help me, so it somebody was, help! Uh, it was the spider legs that got it for me because that's ugh. a cool fatality. Okay, and then maggots, and then yeah, it's like oh, it's oh. the gnarliest one. Neat. Um, oh, that's just, <laughs> wow. So, uh, did did anybody watch this recent combat cast where they did three character breakdowns? Because yeah. everybody was talking mad shit about uh, what's the Earth, the the uh, Captain Planet chick? Dude, she looks awesome, man. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she looks great. Her moveset looks cool. Looks like um, a really strong. She's got some really interesting, unique things, uh, like that little vortex with the rocks floating that I think she does at some point here. Um, Those rocks, know? if you hit her, then yes. they hit you. Yes. Yeah, so like they're not like uh, rose orbs. They're they're literally floating around there, and if you're in the area, and you hit her, they they interrupt you, which right. is kind of so interesting. It's like they're an anti combo tool, and they take all of her uh, like the defensive meter, whatever that's called, to to use. But they essentially stop you from doing a combo because you can hit her once and then block, but then uh, obviously can't follow that up, which is very different. Um, I'm sure there have been games that have had that, but I have not played one that nothing, nothing comes to mind. I'm gonna find it, and then we're gonna look at it, and then Donka can talk shit about it. The other thing that I thought was interesting was um, her little, like, wind tunnel uh, that, like, pushes you out of it and slows you down if you're in the middle of it. Okay, wait. Rashid. Here we go. Look at this. So yeah. she's got, she's so got him out. Look, she busts him out. Her. See? When she hits her, boom. So you can still get a hit, but you can't get a combo, basically. You're, what, what I'm confused about right now is why they're not talking in these combat casts or anything about the whole variation thing. Like, as far as I know, the only reason we know that's the tournament format is still because of that Game Informer article. article. Wait, did, did they, they, oh man, I meant to, John, maybe you can back me up here. At the very beginning of this combat cast, do you remember they had like an announcement about it? They wanted to like let people like, hey, just chill out. Do you know what that was? They said that there are tournament, they're already making tournament variations, like pre-loadouts for the characters. And at the end of these combat casts, Tyler and Derek do the, their belt battles. Um, and Derek was playing Kano, and, and this is why I remember this, because he they were both forced to play the tournament versions of Jax and Kano. And Derek wanted to play some other versions, so he's like, oh no, I'm not going to be ready for that. But these were the tournament versions that we got to see. So yeah, I think I think what it's ultimately going to be is that the NRS chooses, and maybe there's like two different tournament variations you could use. I don't know. It's very convoluted right now. But it sounds like there are going to be tournament loadouts for each character, and maybe one or two of those. So unfair. Yeah, so Tyler Lensdown actually went into that. Uh, yeah. The way he said it was, uh, at the start of the game, they have two variations per character that at least two variations per character that will be tournament viable, and they're planning on adding more as the game ages mm. so it's not like you get to pick your three different moves and your three different move slots it's like you just get to pick a loadout of moves cyanide in the chat is saying that yeah some of the variations only have two out of three slots is that in the final release that's my question in the release it's out right now really there's gonna be a day one patch so i mean like maybe they'll they'll 
update them. I mean, I understand they're like trying to. I just think they should have done the variation system again. Then don't tell everybody yeah. there's a million moves you can select and then be like, no, never mind. I mean, if but they're going to be broken by picking moves, then they'll nerf the moves. It's no different than having the moves in the first place. There's no reason why NRS needs to pick them for us. I, it's just but stupid. That, that gets into, you know, aiming for the casual audience versus aiming for the tournament player. Like when we're talking about variations, it's all about the tournament player because we're talking about how they're balanced. But when we're talking about loadouts, we're talking about online play. We're talking about one of the big selling points of the game being you being able to pick and choose which moves you want to do with these characters. So I don't think they're necessarily going to sacrifice one of the big selling points for the entire game, marketing the game to the entire audience just to please our little subset. Of Which the is why they should MKX. let us just pick the moves. MKX sold 11 million copies, by the way. And, and how many how many competitive MKX fighting game players were there? You know, Slightly less than 11 million. Yeah, like only like 10 million. By so, now, I less mean, than 11. It, it makes sense. All right. Um, more Mortal Kombat news. It hit the streets early. So mom and pop shops often break street dates on these, make the rest of us jealous. And what I'm most disappointed in is uh, the reveal of the way a certain character looks. Earmuffs, especially you, Ultra David, last time you left the chat, go ahead and kick some rocks. Get out of here. Frost. Well, tell him what the sign is for when he can put his earmuffs off. It'll be... Uh, no one wanted this, this. character anyway. I, mean, I wanted Frost. I'm glad Frost's in there. She looks great, <laughs> but I don't like that it was revealed uh, the way that it was. I didn't know that I it had leaked a week early. Yet. You just spoiled that for me, too. Well, I didn't spoil what she looks like, and you knew she was in the game already. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I you did. told me you were like, can't wait for Frost, just before the show. No, I definitely never said that. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, should we even bother going into it? Uh, one of the things that was revealed in, in one of the screenshots that was leaked was um, you can pay to unlock her or beat her in, by beating Chapter 4. You get her. Uh, cool. and people were like, oh my god, why is she behind a paywall? She's not. Play the game. You get her. It's like totally Chapter easy to unlock. That's, that's like I miss that. I, I, I miss probably. having to play a damn game to unlock characters. That, that was cool back in the day. Uh, or put in like some kind of code or go to the crypt or all that shit. If I have to pay for it, I'd be upset, but you don't. Pay for the game. She's there. Um, so any thoughts? Yeah, on... I don't mind unlocking characters. I don't, I don't like that they... I feel like putting the pay option there is kind of ugly. Even if it's, it's just optional, but I don't mind unlocking characters because one of those things I don't want to do, but I do think it helps the game sell, and I think people like it for sure. Um, okay, so aside from that, um, I blocked some people on Twitter. I was mad that they were revealing stuff. They're like, "Ask me anything, and I'll, I'll post it." I'm like, "Yep, get out of my timeline." So, um, uh, are you going to play it on the Switch? Anybody here playing it on the Switch? We haven't even seen it on the Switch yet, have we? Like any footage yet? They're saying it's almost identical. If not, if identical. I like the game, I would consider getting on the Switch after seeing how well it transfers over. I feel like it's. But the how do you play it? Like, don't you want to play on a fight stick? Uh, you technically can. You can play on fight sticks on the Switch. I mean, but like the appeal of the Switch to me is that like you can you know take it on the. I airplane. feel like if like like I had a friend who played Dragon Ball Fighters and he would play the Switch version for training mode. 
And like even like you can still like figure out things in training mode on the go or play a couple matches on the go. Can I plug in my Capcom home arcade into the Switch? Is what I want to know. Uh, That's that the sixty-four thousand dollar <laughs> question right there. Um, okay, uh, that wasn't all the Mortal Kombat 11 news. The big one was they finally revealed the name of the basically their version of the Capcom Pro Tour, as well as all of the locations, as well as the first event, which will be Combo Breaker. We'll talk more about that in a second as well as the prize pool, and it's everything we would expect. Nothing more, nothing less uh, than basically a CPT, you know, uh, parallel to the CPT. I have that trailer right here, boys. Let's take a look. So if you're familiar with how the uh, Injustice Pro Series worked last year, last couple years, it's almost identical. Uh, This season, Phil... Builds up to a 16-person grand final. Uh, Twelve of them will be through the uh, what they're calling the pro competition, which is uh, what is going to be the injustice equivalent to the Injustice Pro Series. That's the events that are offline as well as online uh, with the leaderboards. So that's going to be the pro, the main uh, pro circuit for Mortal Kombat 11. There will also be three regional competitions just like there were for uh, Injustice. That being uh, Intercontinental Combat in Europe, uh, Liga Latina in Latin America, and the Mortal Kombat Clash in Canada. Uh, The last spot will be determined in a last chance qualifier. Date to be determined later. And all of this builds to a final in in March 2020. Uh, with a $250,000 prize pool. This is exciting. Wouldn't you say? Oh, wait. I wonder, can I bet yet on Sonic winning this? Like, is there like a bet up yet? Wait, I want to get in before the odds get too bad. First, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, he's going to win it. But <laughs> ch- 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 check I, out this stage, which is like a cool stage with a... Um, I, uh, will, with I, will, I will bet against it. Okay. <laughs> what are you guys betting? Anything. On uh, your new, what is it? Your new leather loafers. I think I would legit dinners? like empty my bank account on this, like one hundred percent. I feel so sure that if you give Sonic two hundred fifty thousand dollars to grind something, and you give him a year, he's gonna kick everyone's ass. <laughs> I, I I I just think that there are so many good players out there. I have faith in someone that have never him. beaten him ever in their whole lives. Oh come on! He lost two of the three uh, major competitions for. Uh, for which one? One of the last years of Injustice 2. He lost one time, Donka. Twice. <laughs> yeah, like two times when Dragon Ball was out, yeah. I, 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 I Got him. You know what? I didn't think Tiger Woods would ever win again, and he did. I, I, I have a feeling that the impossible is possible now. He will lose. Okay. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see new blood. So, uh, but, but uh, final thoughts here on the uh, on the new Pro Tour here, or the you know the new skin on this. They need NRS this cycles. They need this, and they need to not announce Injustice Three for a while. They need to like prove that they they mean business on this game, and it looks like they're doing it's that. Interesting. Uh, uh, we were talking a little earlier about how uh, you know the the loadouts and such, and how it doesn't seem too competitive scene friendly, and yet they've obviously put a lot of time and work and they've known that they were going to do this whole uh, tour for for a while so it's interesting to me that they still kind of haven't figured that out yet 
here we are a week from release and, you know, not too far off from the beginning of this, uh, you know, this tour. And we're still kind of unsure or a little iffy about how things are going to go competitively. Uh, a little bit of a red flag for me. I don't think they necessarily need to hold off on injustice to prove anything. You know, they have shown year in and year out that they are going to put money behind whatever game is out there, whether that's a Mortal Kombat game or an Injustice game. So I don't think, you know, they'll go hard this year. I think they'll go hard in 2020. Um, you know, if they if they put out an Injustice 3 in 2021, they'll go hard with that. If they don't, they'll. I still think they'll support uh, Injustice. Uh, mk11 so we'll see it's, it's a selfish I, demand but i think it will permanently be what stops them from being one of the top 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 games in the fgc if they keep rotating like this now you saw i think it's probably good for them money wise so they shouldn't stop right I, i'm sure they have probably considerations shareholders this that, and the other hey where's our next game yeah, i'm sure though yeah i'm sure they make more money making games so they probably will but but you saw over the weekend that um, there's plenty of hype action going on in Mortal Kombat XL, right? Like, the game doesn't need to die as quickly as it does, but NRS has a lot to do with that. I don't think that people are as excited as the next Injustice as they are for the Mortal Kombat, at least on the fighting game No, definitely right? not. Now, did you guys see this? That uh, Still talking about Mortal Kombat X. Uh, I'm sorry, Mortal Kombat 11, but... Street Fighter has a free weekend, right? Uh, or a th free week, basically. Uh, and it goes free on April 23rd. Guess what launches on April 23rd? Mortal, <laughs> Mortal Kombat, Kombat 11. 11. What's going on with these guys? They're playing Fire with Fire. Are they concerned? Or, I mean, I feel like that's a little bit of a dirty trick. I don't think it's any. I mean, it might be, but I still don't think that that, that ripple's not going to go very far. You know, uh, it's... People that have Street how many people are going to get playing Street Fighter Five, you know, right now? And how many people is that, is that going to take away from? Yeah, but you're like, oh, Kombat? nostalgic fighting game. Oh, look, Mortal Kombat came out. Or I can play Street Fighter Five for free and decide, or like, you know, get, uh, you know, scratch that itch. Who knows? Dude, with Capcom, they probably just didn't realize it, and they're shooting themselves in the foot with their free week because everyone's going to be playing Mortal Kombat. Oh. Yeah, it's like they didn't realize it. It's they, Capcom. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> they've known this. This is absolutely intentional. It is a full-on business move. And I don't mind it. You know, it's yeah, fun. It's let, let these guys compete. I do I do really think that, once again, they're, they're putting out another free week of Street Fighter. They are testing the waters. Should make the because game I truly feel that the next Street Fighter game, whether it's Street Fighter Six or whatever they call it, is going to be free to play. I, hope so. I truly feel that that's the direction. So, they're going as with you them. say, if that is the case, then it was a bad move to do it on Mortal Kombat release uh, window. It's just testing. They're just right, but don't. Just, if you're trying to get an honest test, you don't do it when a lot of people will be playing another fighting game. They're trying to, you know, state no, their claim. They're saying, hey, you know, if, if you don't necessarily want to drop sixty dollars on them, you can, you know, drop zero on us and maybe scratch that itch. Hey, and you know the PlayStation 5 uh, specs have been starting to uh, leak or come out and there's a talk about that um, that it won't come out this year but likely next year which is what everybody was speculating as such and uh, who knows if there'll be another Street Fighter 6 and all that shit coming out. Who even cares anymore? Why don't we want to play an Ultra <laughs> anymore? 
Dude, I had a great night playing Ultra the other night, guys. I got double perfect on some guy. I finished a round with like 88 seconds left with my T-Hawk. That's how good it was. Nice. I would pay money to see like the player cam of the people left playing Street Fighter V. All of them either dude, have, there's some good ones. They man. either have babies or they are a baby or like <laughs> something. Like they, no human that's not gonna be hilarious to see in a player cam is gonna still be playing Street Fighter. V. Hey, people are uh, doubting me. I got the tapes, dude. I got I hit the record button on my. Uh, you know, you can save the clip. Are, are, are you really saying check the tapes? Yeah, you can see it. Show it to you guys. Okay. okay. All right, so okay. moving on. Uh, that was actually our question of the day. We're talking about the, uh, not the Capcom Pro Tour, but the Mortal Kombat Pro Tour. Um, and our question of the day was, Steve? Uh, we asked, you know, does the announcement of a Pro Tour or Championship Series, something along those lines, does that make you more interested in playing the game competitively? Uh Looking around, uh, starting out with McFizzy, says that a pro tour means you get to see the top players go at it more often, which is entertaining if you enjoy the game. For those that actually get good, it's an incentive to be a bigger figure in the community and possible income via winnings, sponsorship, and stream slash content. FGC Waifu says pro tours make it easier to become invested in the game on the competitive side. Since players will attend multiple tournaments in the tour, you'll see players you recognize, and that helps you connect with the community and find someone to root for. Uh, FGS, FGS Online says, I think it helps keep the game a little more active on the local and online level, because having someone some sort of goal to work toward can certainly be motivating versus just playing for your own growth, which you can do at your leisure. 81 Malice says a pro tour makes no difference in my desire to compete, but it does make a difference as a casual viewer. People want to watch the best players compete, and money helps. We saw that with all the talk about the uh, Tekken World Tour uh, at the end of last year. Mm -hmm. And Blue for Life says, while it makes me more focused to play the games I care about, not every game needs a pro tour. In an age where grassroots passion shines bigger than big spectacles, it is our job to look and see which will help the game more. You know, it's really interesting because, yeah, we've, we've seen quite a few tours come out that are basically Capcom Pro Tour light, you mm -hmm. know, and that might not necessarily be what is good for that community. You know, it's sort of, it, it, it's, it, they're in that spot where, you know, you have to do something, otherwise all the attention will be on the other games that do do this. But how do you do it in a way that doesn't just feel, oh, me too, me too, me too? I think you have to be a top echelon game to pull it off. And I think otherwise it's not that helpful. Um, I mean, we have one ex – Tekken's an example of a game that was, like, kind of popular and then had a good pro tour season, and now it's, like – in so. I mean, it might be the most popular game. Like, it, it's hard to say. It's right up there. It's certainly number two right now if it's not number one. And so it, it can skyrocket a game, and I think the Tekken World Tour is definitely part of what brought Tekken to where it is today. And I think if you're a Mortal Kombat or a Street Fighter, you need it. Otherwise, your fans are going to be pissed. But I don't think you should shoehorn it onto a game that isn't going to be able to, to fit those shoes. Um, was it Injustice 2 or Mortal Kombat X? It even had it on the box, like, hey, and there's also a pro tour, like, you can compete for in tournaments and yada, yada, yada. I remember one of them did, yeah. 
I can't. I feel like that's happened before, and I feel like if you put that on a box, like, damn, I'm excited about this game. Oh, look, all my favorite characters. This game looks great. Whatever fatalities are cool. Um, and wait, what's all this competitive shit? Street Fighter Five did that as well. They shouted out the uh, Capcom Pro Tour right on the box, as did the Farming Simulator Championship Series. Yeah, have you been that. following that? Where's the recap on that, dude? Uh, I might start that next week. What I don't like about that, I and mean, obviously I've never played the game, <laughs> but I'm curious as to like, you can probably find a top level strat and just do that and like break the game and how much you have no idea. You wheat you can, you know, reap or whatever. And uh, uh, I just feel like like that game is probably not like meant to be played competitively. <laughs> oh, I feel about Street Fighter 4. Dang. Okay. Well, uh, that was the question of the day. Let's move on to some other topics. We do have a blocker grab, a short one, but we're going to save it for the end of the show. Uh, right now, we're going to talk about the Animevo lineup, because that was announced on uh, SoPen Radio. Animevo. <laughs> Whatever. How about you call it? Animevo. <laughs> Bite me, dude. Animevo. Well, look, there's only one E there, dude, and it's part of Evo. That's not the way you said it. <laughs> Whatever. It, it, it's like Sports Center. The S in the middle of Sports Center. It blends the two. <laughs> do we have a graphic with all the damn names? Uh, we do. We should. It, it it should be in there. It's not in there. Mm-hmm. Damn it. All right, Pete. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. Somebody, somebody link it. Animevo is canceled. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I thought I threw it in there. I apologize. I, I, I didn't recognize like three-fifths of the titles on this damn lineup. But that's because I'm a scrub and a fraud. But, uh, I, but there's some random-ass names on there. I will take the hell on this one. Uh, Yes, it is. Catherine is in there. Uh, Graphics in the drive now. Okay. Uh, Let's hit a refresh on it. Everybody wait. Um, Let's bring up the topic. Yeah, discuss once again whether or not um, you you, you would pay at a kissing booth uh, if Steve... I would 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 want to kiss his forehead. (laughs) Why? I like, think it's, it's just, a kissable it's forehead, there. dude. Every week it's just right there in front of me. Maybe the five head part, maybe a little bit above. <laughs> but I would really, like, it's just it's just staring at me. Okay, John. Well, I'd, like, John. Okay. I'd pay a lot of money. John. Yeah, I'd wear lipstick. You don't, you don't want to kiss my forehead because you don't know what's been there. I don't want you to kiss my I don't want you to kiss my forehead because I do know what's been there. <laughs> oh, it's for me? Are we ready yet? Can we can we get <laughs> No wait 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 take it off. I want to talk more about Steve's forehead and uh <laughs> because before the show, Steve, what were you saying you would do for a hundred dollars? Just gonna hit up the thing. Uh I, I said I would talk about the Animevo lineup for a hundred dollars. Okay. Here are the titles. Windjammers, oh. King of Fighters, Katorze. I think that's fourteen, right? Probably fourteen. Turtle yeah. Turtle Tournament Fighters, Ninja Turtles. Yes. Um, okay. Thank Which, you. For the, thank are you, you, for are you just going here? I'll go through. No, I'll no, no. Let, let me read them in random order. Hey, that's the chick from NBC Two. Just kidding. Uh, go ahead, Steve. Can you hit it to us? Uh, top left, bottom, top bottom. We're, we're, we're going. Basketball. We're going cross. Top uh, left to right, top to bottom. Uh, Dengeki Buko, Flighting Climax, Ignition, Blaze Blue Central Fiction, Guilty Gear Xrd Rev Two. Guilty Gear XX, Accent Core Plus R. Guilty Gear Vanilla, a.k.a. Missing Link. Wow. Uh, Katsunoko versus Capcom. That one I'm excited Gundam, about. Gundam versus 
Aquapaza. Hell yeah. Uh, Sailor Moon S. Didn't even know that P- was a game. P4U2. Kill a Kill. Catherine Full Body. Puyo Puyo Esports. Melty Blood. Fist of the North Star. Vampire Savior. Uh, Million Arthur Arcana. Sam Show 2. Windjammers. KOF 14 complete with Kula Guns. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. Hell yeah. Fighters History Dynamite. <laughs> Garo Mark of the Bulls and Nitro Plus. Like five of those are not real titles. I've played almost all of those games. Really? In right. Fantasyland? Because those aren't all real. <laughs> Which one's not real? Fighters History Dynamite. That's definitely real. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the Sailor Moon one, that's not real. Neither is the Kill a Kill one. I can tell Neither you. It's made by the family guy. Manatees. <laughs> the yes. the kill the kill game actually comes out like a week before Evo. Really? Yeah. It oh. it they've been showing it off on uh, uh, some of the Arc Arxis streams. It's uh it it looks interesting. I'm a big fan of the show. I don't know how I feel about the game itself. But... Why didn't they throw in there that one? Uh, what is it? The Grand Blue Battles? Is that the one with the it's knights? Not in, it's not out yet. Oh, that would do it. It's kind of hard to play a tournament on that game if it's not out yet. Uh, and that, that brings me to another thing with this. A lot of people get mad uh, that, you I'm know, Fexel really isn't in there or something else. A, just because it's not part of Animevo doesn't mean it's not getting run. You know, there are some tournaments that don't take place under this banner but still go down. Uh, the other thing is that a lot of this depends on people stepping up to run the event. So... If you're someone who's going to Evo and wants to see a Fexel tournament, go ahead, volunteer, or or a Sam Show 5 special tournament. If, if you run it and give them a shout-out, they'll probably add you to the list. All right. I'll show up with my PS4 that runs a little faulty, and we can have an ultra tournament. Please. Let's see that. I want to see Coach but It has KOG to be played exclusively on the Capcom Home Arcade Fight Stick. That'd be cool. <laughs> if it doesn't work as a standalone fight stick, that's a real missed opportunity, dude. That's like a friend getter. <laughs> no, you show yeah. up to a tournament with that, you're going to have a friend. Because people are going to line up to play that. Hey, there you go. So all you loner losers out there. Your get friend is going to be the cop I call on you. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? A cap cop? Yeah. All right. Uh, anything? Are you excited about anim- anime evos? I, I'm glad that Animevo is there. I think it is like one of the last bastions of Evo still being a thing where you show up and you play games until the early hours of the morning and you just do that for three days straight. Um, you can't blame Evo for becoming a convention and becoming kind of like that, but you know, like some of the magic is gone for me personally in some ways. And I think Animevo and, you know, having those people to play these random games with and playing much more so for the sake of enjoying the competition than, you know, trying to win 250 grand. I think it keeps it alive. So I like it. Cool. Uh, Climax of Night rerun was announced. Are you excited about that? Uh, I mean, it's cool. They're a, they're a tournament that everyone seems to like. I've never been. But hold, on, hold on. Hold on. Say that name again. It's a porn sequel, right? What? You, you, you skipped like 80% of the name. Yeah, uh, because it wasn't on the dock. Why don't you tell me what it's called? Uh, the tournament in full is called Climax of Night, Under Moons, Rebel Twine, Lethal Enforcers, and Knights Rulers Rerun. 
which is the perfect name for a tournament. It is the best name you will ever see for any event anywhere. It is better than button check, which was, which was like my top spot until just now. This is the new number one. Well, that's going down at the Crown Plaza in uh, Atlanta. So you guys go check that out. Um, okay, so that's an announcement. Shout outs. Uh, is that the what's uh, what's the next one we're talking about? I see you have on here the coast opportunities discussion, and uh, I think we should probably save that for when we can have a guest that can uh, add a little more context to that. I did see that people were complaining, and it's like, hey, well, it's hard to get a, 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 a somebody to pick you up on a team if you're not in California, for example. To which Gustavo had once said, y'all can lick my balls because he's the shit and he played online only and he's obviously made a name for himself. You just got to work that much harder, man. Do you want it or not? Um, as opposed to expecting it to happen, which I've seen Justin Wong complain about numerous times saying these young kids just want it to fall in their lap. You got to work for it. He also cites the fact that it took him forever to get signed, but granted when he was on the up and coming swing when he was a kid, you know, that shit just wasn't around. So um, we can say that for another time. Yeah, there's a lot I could say about that. Okay. Well, I mean, feel free. I don't want to, you know. Well, well, uh, I I, I would here. rather have a full conversation about it. So I, I'm okay sitting on that for a little bit. Okay. Um, Sejam and Tasty Steve are starting up an excellent adventures esque project. Cool, cool. I saw Sejam was like setting up cameras and whatnot, uh, and I think it's just with commentators. Is that uh, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. It looks like it could be just, you know, it just that old formula of guys on the couch just playing games hopefully it's hopefully it comes back hopefully those guys make it work because i think those two especially say jam and tasty steve people would love to just watch them sit and talk and for well, sure. they were doing the recipe right with yeah. the, towards the end of um cross counters yeah and what happened yeah. there i i i anybody I, here have any insight on that <laughs> I have nothing. Yes, but I don't want to Okay. Well, um, yeah, well, um, let me just ask you a question. Will this new show have Mike Ross on it? <laughs> Most likely. I doubt it. No. Um, but that's, I think it's a good idea. What, what can they lose? Yeah. Nothing. Looks like they're just doing it with cameras in the room. Well, I mean, that's what, how else would you do it? I'm just saying, it's not like they can lose. It's not like they're, like, rented out some giant studio and okay. some crazy thing. Like, it seems Fair like enough. a pretty low... Low cost, low effort, potentially high reward project, and they're the right people well, to do it. Yeah, maybe not low watch effort. It. Low effort's probably the wrong word because you know to do that low well, investment, it does take a little bit of uh, elbow grease. It it takes a little bit of green, uh, multiple kinds. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh never mind. Never mind. I was. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I will definitely keep an eye out for that, and I will watch it, and maybe we can bring on one of those two guys. Although it's Sejam is notoriously difficult to get on the show. <laughs> uh, Tasty Steve, we've never asked. We'd love to have that guy on the show. Uh, okay, how about a block grab, guys? Block grab. We have for today's block grab our favorite topic of all time. Oh, is it only one? Wait for it. There's at least two. That is Thundercats Falk. I think that's... Mm. Is it Thundercats? Is that what it is? Oh. What is it? Uh, Breath of the Wild or something like that? Yeah, I forget the exact name of it. Uh, but it is... It reminds me of Sansan. 
Well, why don't we just jump into it? Block or grab on this cat falk. Let me see it one more time. Um, I mean, I I'll probably grab. I think it's it's one of those costumes where yet again I'm like, this looks nothing like Falk anymore. Like I hate when they do that, but they've already gone way past that. So, in the sense that I think it like looks kind of decent in a weird cheese half tiger way. Yeah. Is she wearing tiger leg pants or does she tiger from the waist down? Is she like the mermaid tiger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, John Blocker grab on. People will pick it. I bet they will. Um, you're right that it. I wouldn't know it's Falk. I mean, I guess the staff kind of gives it away, but that's. I guess it's not really an issue for me. Um, when she first came out, she was not <laughs> anything to write home about. But man, a lot of these extra costumes and such, I, Falk has legitimately become, I think, the sexiest Street Fighter Five character so far. Don't at me about it. it it's just fact. And. Somehow this continues that trend. I think she looks good in this, and and I, it's weird. It's like a clash of a whole bunch of different things, but she's become my girl, so I gotta go with it. So I'll grab. Uh, blocks with face says she is so Sagat's type. Get it? Breath. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I said Breath yeah. of the Wilds, Breath of Fire. I got it wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> One is a Zelda game. Um, so then, uh, Steve, you want to block or grab on uh, Breath of Fire or whatever the hell <laughs> costume with pant tiger pant legs? I don't know why um, this reminds me of a mouse. I mean, obviously it's like a some, tiger. Uh, but some I, 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 Rescue I, Rangers? Is she I think gadget? in the face, it reminds me of a mouse, which reminds me of Gadget from mm -hmm. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Mm -hmm. Which is an automatic grab. <laughs> you into that? Mm -hmm. that, that, that she, Love Gadget. Gadget, <laughs> if uh -oh. y'all don't know, uh -oh. <laughs> Gadget is the reason where when it comes, when the top of, of furries comes up, I say, you know what? That's not my thing, but I understand. Elon, <laughs> would you like to block and or grab on Cheetah Pants? Just talk really loud because your microphone doesn't work. Thundercats was cool. I'm a grab. Okay, cool. Thundercats was cool. He's going to grab. All right, and then uh, there's this other one. This one's actually, we got the trailer. This is from the from the Twitters, so okay. sorry for the format. But peep this, dude. Let's see. This is okay. Zeku. I thought that was Rashid for a second. No, peep him, dude. Check this. Uh, but look when he changes uh, costumes. Just wait, 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 wait. Boom, the hat. It's like a big bell. No, it's like uh, Raiden from Big Trouble in Little China. No, it's basically the Taco Bell bell. You know what? I'm disappointed in you right now. Every time you hit him, if it makes the dong, then it's <laughs> the if, thing... you get, if you win with a double perfect, you get chalupas. Oh, free chalupas. Next Every season. time one of these comes out, I'm just like, I know there's like a couple people on this earth who are like so obsessed with completing their game that they buy every single one of these. And I feel like that's where they make their money on these. Okay. So you're not impressed. So you're going to block this one's Yeah, it's whatever, dude. I don't know. You can't buy this. You have to earn it. Yeah. <laughs> this one, I mean, I just said that it didn't matter for the last one, but, like, I don't even know who's fighting anymore. These characters look crazy. It looks nothing like Zeku. John, block or grab, please. Block. Um, I, I, for what it is, I appreciate it. It looks cool enough. Uh, I didn't play this game, uh, so I don't really know 
but it, it, it works. Uh, it's, it's interesting. I go, oh, that's kind of cool. It looks like a cyber ninja sort of thing, which goes right along with the whole Strider. So, so yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, I'll grab it. No problem. Grabbing it. Steve? I, my, my position on this it depends entirely on whether Capcom goes through with my idea. If you get a double perfect with with Taco Bell hat Seku, you win a coupon for free Chalupa. If they do that, it's oh, a grab. If they don't, it is a block, and it is the dumbest thing that Capcom will have ever done because this is the biggest missed opportunity that is staring him straight in the face. You're leaving Chalupas on the table is what you're saying? You are leaving chalupas on the table. You are leaving nachos on the table. You're leaving so much easy esports money on the table. Just make that partnership happen. Yeah, but look at how cool this little transition is right here. Peep this. (laughs) Cool, bruh. Oh, man. Someone mentioned Baja Blast in the chat, and I just thought of Baja Blast Bane and Injustice. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. All right, uh, so you're the contingent on free Taco Bell. You're going to block or grab on that. All right. Last one here would be, um, would you buy any of these? <laughs> we have the Capcom costume bundle for $20. You get the Darkstalker ones, the uh, Monster Hunter ones, and the uh, Devil May Cry slash Ghouls and Ghosts ones. Would you, would you That's block? That's not even the full chundle, is it? There's definitely wait, more. Wait, wait, wait. We'll get to the chundle, bro. We're talking now about the Capcom costume bundle one for twenty bucks. Block or grab? Block. Okay, John. The only one I like is Arthur Ryu. He's pretty sick. Uh, John, block or grab on the Capcom costume bundle one? Are you asking if I'm buying it? I'm not buying it. So block. Okay, Steve. Sorry, no Chalupa tie-ins here. Arthur Ryu is making me consider it, but it, overall, I'm gonna have to block. Well, Arthur Ryu is also available on our next one. Sorry, Alon, I'm skipping you because your mic doesn't work. The Ryu Costume Bundle, which comes with Sexy Ryu, Bishamon Ryu. If I had to buy one of these bundles, this is the one I'm buying because I like, I do like Sexy Ryu. I do like Arthur Ryu. Ryu. I do like B-Boy. I like B-Boy Ryu. What's this dude from, uh, that comes out in Tatsunoko versus Capcom, Ryu? Uh, It's Botsu, right, or something like that? I don't know. They got Mega Man Ryu in there. They got Yakuza Ryu. Ryu. some good costumes. No. But the, if you notice, other than the weird one in the back left, you can tell it's Ryu every time. So I appreciate that. I'm dead least. samurai Ryu. Well, you know, Arthur is a little bit, you know, that's, that's a lot of beard. <laughs> um, okay, so you're grabbing. I'll grab. 15 I'll grab bucks. on the Ryu bundle. Okay. Uh, John, block or grab on the Ryu costume bundle, would you? I mean... I think that five of these costumes are pretty good. Six, if you count B-Boy, as, as so bad it's good. Um, so I mean, it's yeah, it's fine. I'm still not going to pay 15 bucks for it, but I well, appreciate of not. at yeah. least five of those. Yeah. Steve? Here's the thing. If you buy this Ryu costume, you have to play as Ryu, and that is... Yeah, that's <laughs> that's good point, good that's point. So I, I have to block on principle alone. All right, let's get to the chundle. We got Chun-Li from the block. They're missing the some. Left. That's not all the chundles. They're missing pajama but, Chun-Li. They're missing a lot of them. But there's some good I'll ones in there. And we're basing it on what we're seeing here. We have Chun-Li from the block. We have sexy dress Chun. We have weird, like, vaguely different Asian haircut Chun. We have <laughs> Met Gala Chun. 
We have like Teacher Chun. <laughs> we got uh, Alpha Chun. We got Librarian Chun. We got Vampire Chun. And we got Bikini Chun. This. It's that's the Chundle. This is like a weird chundle. It's not even the best of chundle, in my opinion. It's like a, a random potpourri of chun costumes in a sea of many chun costumes. And this is a block. taste of chun. It's a taste of chun, <laughs> but it's not the best taste of chun. <laughs> you guys, that's inappropriate. Uh, John, block. Well, how, are you, how, are you, how are you tasting this one, John? Well, I was going to block. But after after this discussion, I gotta grab the chundle. <laughs> um, okay, Steve, what are you doing with this chundle, bro? The chun sampler. The... <laughs> I'll spend all my fight money on the chundle. <laughs> all right, that's gonna be a grab, oh, I think. Steve, Steve, <laughs> put the chundle in your mouth. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with Steve right now? <laughs> I think he's just captivated by Chundle. I think every time you say Chundle, you're going to repeat this laugh cycle with Steve. Um, All right. Elon, vote vote, vote for Steve. Okay. Yeah. All right, Steve. Compose yourself. I need a competition to give away this Chundle. Who's going to win the Chundle? How do we we need to come up with a competition? This is for subs only. You want to just do a roll the die on it? Just bring up the uh, spin the wheel. No, I want people to to work for it. I want to see him do something. I haven't decided what it's going to be yet. Let's have a sub tournament. A sub tournament. A sub tournament where the winner gets the. You have to play as Chun. You have to play as Chun. And whoever wins, whoever's the best Chun, the one Chun to rule them all, will get the Chundle, courtesy of Michael. Dunkashilly. And honestly, I'm not going to check. So if you tell me you won, I'll probably give it to you. Honor code. Stand by for uh, how the hell we're going to do this. Uh, But we will give away one chundle, courtesy of best of five. Steve, are you going to block or grab on this MFing chundle? I I don't know, simply because I have to say a taste of chundle. (laughs) Say it, Steve. It's a block. Show me the chundle again. <laughs> you make the chundle What's the best one? Um, Chunley from the block is good. I like the one in the back center with the glasses and the headband. <sighs> the Morgan ones, you know, she's got it going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Thank you, John. I like the one with the boa too. <laughs> nah, the Met Gala Chun. Which one's the, the Met Gala? Yeah, yeah, the boa. Yeah, I like the Met Gala Chun. Um, so the one behind Met Gala Chun is probably my favorite because she's the most covered up, and you're just that kind of guy. Sure. Okay. Well, uh, that concludes. The I agree. The grab. PJ Chun with the Crocs is the one they're missing that I like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? God. Missed opportunity there. So, um, okay. We're going to need a second taste of Chun. <laughs> we do. <laughs> That's, if they named the bundles Taste of Chun 1 and Taste of Chun 2, <laughs> they would. I mean, would they sell more? I don't know. I think Steve would just buy them on repeat. Hey, um, I don't know oh. if you guys. I'm gonna change the subject. Take the chun of, take the taste of chun out of your mouth, Steve, and uh, <laughs> give you a a palate cleanser by way of Mark Mann's <laughs> newly discovered from the archives second angle oh. slash funnier commentary 
or rather a lack of uh, of uh, the man, the myth, John's father. Hey, white dude, you're, you're still enhanced. Um, so this is, Markman found this tape. It's another uh, angle on the uh, evil moment, classic moment. The uh, Perry heard around the world, or the Perry's heard around the world. So the best part of this is audio, though, actually. It's a shame, I know. And, and that's why we're playing with audio. So you'll go and to Markman's YouTube channel or his Twitter and give him your views. It is great because you, you're you not hearing uh, Seth kill, which is great. That adds a lot to it. But you're getting the crowd sounds, the crowd reaction, the don't do it, don't do it. People knew that he was going to go for the... Uh, yeah, apparently it's Flo screaming, don't do it, because he knows he's going to try to chip him out with the super... And, yeah, and uh, it was a flow was that had, Ricky. yeah, and he had and seen him it. practicing the uh, the parry over and over again. So he's like, no, he's got it on, on deck. He's going to do it. But um, I mean, if you've been living under a rock and you've never seen this, you should probably start at the evil moment and then watch this one. But it's just a fantastic moment. It's got all the elements you want. It's got comebacks. It's got high level of execution. It has uh, unexpected moments. It has USA versus Japan. It has some cool VHS nostalgia factor to it. I mean, it's got it all. The craziest part about this clip is always to me that for people who don't know, it's not just that he parries the entire Chun-Li super. He has to do you it before. can't parry, yeah, after the flash. You can't do it in reaction. You have to have like guessed the first parry in order to pull it off. And when you know that, you know how it works, it just becomes all the more impressive that like, in the age before Twitter compilations on how to counter everything, he had all this ready. And, and and I actually, I've never paid that close attention. Can you see that he's like tapping forward and doing a little bit oh, of yeah. shimmy? Yeah, he has to be. Like uh, you can do this um, in the thirtieth uh, or not the thirtieth. The uh, it's the a trial online. It was one of the trials in Third Strike Online with just moment thirty-seven, and you you really have to be pushing forward before Chun starts her super. And if you're not, then you can't react to it. So he was like, you know, you'll see him dipping around. It, it happens not too far away from here. Um, but he, yeah, he's dipping around, pushing forward in anticipation of this because he knows it's on its way. So we're almost there. Uh, the clip's almost over. And again, it's fantastic. You should watch every yeah, version of this. Yeah, ends up on the player two side. And of course, this clip is also famous for like, if your friends don't know what the fighting game community is or why they're hype, you play them this video and it's like, it's electric, man. You get goosebumps watching this thing. Um, and the All way right, like so the, the energy in the crowd now. goes up. Yeah, here it comes. So there he's tapping so he's a little bit of forward. Yeah, forward. I see it. Yep. I see it. That's you see him is. go back, forward, forward. Boom. And then, got yeah, it. during that forward, he's got it. Oh, it's just so hyped, dude. It's so cool. It's yeah. so. I, the funniest thing about this moment to me is that Justin wins this match 90% of the time if he doesn't do that. And he, he wins that round and probably loses the tournament, and we lose the moment for it. So, I mean, I think everyone, including Justin, is probably glad that that happened. And I think that even though it wasn't uh, based on a sub. Should probably uh, roll this gif. What do y'all think right here? If, By the way, there's a pretty. I want to give a shout out to and someone tell me the actual name. There's an FGC translations Twitter that translates a lot of Japanese stream videos. If someone can can tell me the name, it's like FGC translate. What F FGC translated is one. Uh, That's the one who, I'm thinking of. FGC translated, and he uh, he's translated a couple Daigo clips recently, and they're pretty funny. So it can be fun to see into the into the mind of a Japanese streamer if you don't speak Japanese, uh, and watching Daigo get really excited to do Ryu Ultra Two parries is is heartwarming to me. Doc Fugu also uh, does some of that as well. Who? So he's so follow those guys, Doc Fugu and FPC <laughs> Translated. Are you gonna play the damn gift or not, Alan? Okay, thanks. There. There we go. We love you, Alan. 
course you we were do. good people. Don't mind. <laughs> uh, there's Dego applauding himself in his badassery. All right. Um, the one thing we didn't talk about, and we've run out of time, that I'm excited about. Have you guys seen the um, so the Summit of Time, the Mortal Kombat Summit? Um, Already has quite a few entrants or like invited players: Hayate, Dragon, Honeybee, DJT, Tyrant, Forever King, Scar, Sonic Fox, Foxy Grandpa, and Tekken Master. But you can vote people in, and the way you get votes, I think, is by buying you shit buy basically. Stuff. And there's other stuff. The store has some cool items. If you haven't gone and checked it out, um, the first the first guy already got voted in. It was the Australian player Waz. Okay, how do you feel about that? Tweety actually got. Uh, he just won the last one that ended a few hours ago by like three votes or fourteen votes. It was something. I hate it. I actually votes. hate this. I think it's the worst thing ever. Why? Further every reason. I mean, I'm not the first one to come up with this theory. This isn't even a hot take. It's just like it's literally like who has more friends with more money in a Discord willing to spend more on them. And it's it's. I like that people get in, but I'd rather them just like push for diversity of of countries and people and stuff like that rather than than turn it into this. And I think the players who spend, I mean it's it's their fault for doing it and not winning, I guess, but like the players who spend their 1000 or 2000 dollars on themselves and don't make it in are just sad and riled up from the opportunity. I, I don't it's pitting people who don't necessarily have a lot of money in a match to see who can spend the most money. So, I think it's stupid. But that's like free market, isn't it? Like it is if free people, yes. if people want to see you, you're going to get in. If well, people don't want to see you, well sure, surely um, if you have a following that should correlate to people wanting to see you, but does it correlate to them spending money on you? Not necessarily. Well then you didn't deserve to be there. Sure. Okay. So, um, check out the store. I wish I could pull up some, I'm trying to find the damn, damn it. Sorry guys. I'm trying to find the store cause there's some cool stuff. There's some cool hats. There's some cool, they have a core values shirt with a K. It's pretty cool. Um, right guys here. I'll just, I'll just throw the link in chat. Do it. My man. All right, but that does bring us to the end of show. Let's see what the boys. Over What's funny at, uh, is like of the voted in, like between Smash and between DBZ, and I've watched most of those summits at least in some part. The people who get voted in and spend the most money like always have the worst records, and they weren't invited in the first place, and so it's just really I, I, they they spend a lot of money often to go into or whatever. Well, the people that are on the way there, I think it's going to be exciting. I mean, the game is going to be fresh. The um, the players are high caliber. I'm happy to see Scar on there. Sonic Fox will probably take it, according to you, right? Sure. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I'm sorry, guys. I just went to Ultra Chen TV's Twitter page, and they do not have a description of what they will be talking about on the show tonight. So I know I know they'll be talking about the uh, um, more about the PS5 specs. Yeah, that'll be exciting. I'll definitely check them out uh, and hear what they have to say about that. And so should you. That brings us to the end of Best of Five Weekly FGC Talk Show, presented by me, Mike, John, Steve, and Alon down there. Uh, thank you for watching, guys. We'll see you next week.